T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour here on a Friday. It's Cody and Gold. We'll get back to Club 610 here in a week or two. We're reorganizing some things with that, and so... I don't know. Sorry if Vern was hoping for some alcoholic beverages. Maybe there's some around here. Still. I was going to bring in some beer. Oh, you could have still. Uh, I'm glad not I an did official it. Club 610, though. No, okay. not an official Club 610. Because then you're uh, just drinking at one o'clock. And <laughs> hey, well, I mean, you're you're still. I mean, hot, you're about to get you're you're about to get really busy again. But did you? By the way, did you go anywhere? Like, did you get a after the long season? Did you have a chance this off season to go anywhere? No, no, nowhere fancy. Went to. Michigan to see family went to the Michigan Ohio State game. Ooh, okay, I'm jealous. So that was the highlight. Have you been? Had you been? Was it that was at the big house this year? Or was yep. that the horse? Yeah, yeah. See, that's... I haven't been since '05. Oh, okay. So it'd have been a long time. Yeah, that's a bucket list. I that's at some point I gotta, at some point I gotta make it out to, uh, to uh, the big house or just that particular or Columbus. Yeah, yeah, I would say that that particular game in, in rivalry. Yep. So we got Vern with us till two o'clock, and then a reminder: Royals baseball first time this year on the air. At two, as the Royals open up spring training against the Texas Rangers, Daniel Lynch. Are you Lynch. calling him Daniel Lynch the fourth? No, okay. I'm just not. No, you're, a, you're a real radio pro. No. If you're not doing it, I'm not doing I'm it. I'm not. I mean, look, I, I I doubt that he's gonna. I don't. I don't think it's something that he's gonna get all that irritated by if I just say Daniel Lynch either. You, you put have it to, on the back you of his have jersey. To, you have to worry about it more than I do. You're in the clubhouse on a daily basis. Maybe, yeah. maybe, but I don't know. It's not like he. Hey, we've been pronouncing his name wrong the whole time, and it's like, hey, obviously show some respect, pronounce the guy, learn how to pronounce the guy's name. Mm-hmm. He added the he added Daniel Lynch the third, right, or whatever to fourth the, or the fourth. I'm sorry, yeah, Ivy, Ivy, Ivy. Daniel mm-hmm. Lynch. The, there you go <laughs> to the to the end. I don't know. You think we need to be? I'm not going to say Daniel Lynch the fourth every single time. If he wins the five spot, I'll call him Daniel Lynch the fourth. Okay, fair enough. A little bit more proper. Fair enough. I did want to ask you, though, before we get to some maybe bets for this Royal season, I got a couple I ran by you a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. kind of how you're viewing the season. We know the win total sitting at 73 and a half at a multiple books, which is an interesting number. We can get to that in a second. But how do you, I guess, view Q this year? Uh, and 
last year evaluation year, I, mean, I don't know what people expected uh, for him to have done differently. Uh, to me, any criticism was ridiculous for the most part um, last year. How do you view him now that we know they went out and spent money, that there are increased expectations? How do you approach that? I mean, you've, you've covered multiple managers now in, the, in a Royals uniform and, and been covering this organization for a while. I've always maintained that the manager's job from the beginning of spring training until the end of August is maintain a cohesive clubhouse and utilize your relievers properly. You know, don't overwork your bullpen. That's really it. Clubhouse and bullpen. Now, we get to September, we're playing meaningful games. Okay, X's and O's, we can start diving into that stuff. Uh, Which, by the way, I was a fan of how Q managed uh, the team, his personnel last year, his bullpen. I'm a fan of how he goes about putting a lineup together, how he goes about executing the X's and O's. I'll go back to something we talked about last hour and my curiosity with this team and how they handle the first losing streak of the season, especially if it comes in the first few weeks of the season. How do they handle being one and four? How do they handle being two and seven? How does Q handle it? Last year, he took the approach of understandably because he's no dummy. He knew he didn't have any talent and he knew he didn't have any pitching. So he wasn't going to get frustrated. But last year in April, he took to um, uh, he took a deferential tone to the opposition. You know, always giving credit, man. Hey, you know, they're big leaguers too, and boy, that Pablo Lopez is tough, or boy, that Shohei Otani really had our number. Wow, Kevin Gosman really shoved it up <laughs> our tailpipes tonight. I don't want to hear that this season. Um, so, two things that I want from Q: a, how does he keep everyone in that clubhouse in a not just a positive mindset, but a confident, aggressive mindset to where we're not genuflecting to the other Major League Baseball team. No, we're a Major League Baseball team as well. I need that attitude from the top down. I need Bobby, Vinny, Salvi. I need them exuding that. I need that from Reagans, and that begins with the manager. You know, you, you go back to the championship team, the reason why that team was, yes, close was because of the bond that they built as teammates, but also Ned took all the slings and arrows and only uh, gave off a, a confident tone. So when they are two and seven, when it, whenever that we've lost eight of 10 stretch comes across, I want almost an indignant Matt Quitrero of we're going to turn this thing around. We're too talented not to. Because there was also the balance I saw a lot last year from fans at times, which was interesting because of how fans reacted to Mike Matheny prior, which was like, well, he's not a, he's not angry enough. And then when was Mike Matheny, of course, like, well, you're just running way too hot, man. Right. So what that 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 balance I always that was something I saw a lot last year from some fans at times like you need to be angry. You need to be mad. Also, I don't know what good does that necessarily do, especially when you can read the writing on the yeah. wall and those people that were complaining that Q wasn't showing enough emotion in the next breath would talk about how void of talent this team was or how we, we, we can't develop a pitcher or we can't develop a superstar. Well, how in the hell is Q supposed to win? Or, and, and listen, you're not going to see Q thrown out of games. Uh, it's, it's, you're not going to see a big spike this year. He's not going to turn into Ned Yost if, because you got to be who you are. And, and, and Q uh, is, is 
certainly building those relationships in spring training, does it before games, after games, in the clubhouse and whatnot. Um, So if a game starts and he starts blowing his top, everyone in that dugout looks and says, all right, now he's panicking. He's gripping it a little bit too tight. He's starting to, you know, um, forget the lessons learned from 2023. And that's really what this year is going to come down to is those first two months, are you able to take a deep breath and understand there's still four months to play after that? Can you uh, maintain through May? That's really what my focus is going into the season. I mentioned the the win total for this team. It's set in Vegas over under 73 and a half. 56 win team a year ago. And that's that's a heck of a... Uh, a climb already, but as we've discussed, I mean, there's reasons to be optimistic as well. When you see that number, does that sound right for you, mm. or is it too high? Yeah, I would, I would bet the if I was betting, and I don't yeah. bet on something like that, but yeah. but I would bet the under. I certainly wouldn't place that bet because then you're just rooting against the Royals all year. <laughs> right, that's now, now say, that, yeah. That, that seems to me to be somewhat swayed by a big off season, uh, but that's that's a pretty hefty jump. Now they can certainly. Uh, make that jump, right? Clear that. And like we talked about in the previous hour, the only way they do that is if Reagan Singer, and in my opinion, MJ Melendez, meet or exceed expectations. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that all three of those things happens because if that is the case, this team's going to be competing into September. The division, you, you brought them up last hour, the rest of the division, I should say, and everybody's optimistic and, and everybody should be. It's not the AL East. You don't, you don't have to get to 98 wins right. maybe to, to win this thing. Right. It might be 83 wins or something like that. Who knows? I mean, I don't think the gap between whoever you think the best team is going, I think the Twins are favorites maybe in this division to win it on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that looks like, I don't think the you know the third place team necessarily is going to be 30 games worse or something. You mm-hmm. know, So like, what do you make of the rest of the division and, and where would you put the Royals right now in that pecking order? Just going to the season. You're not saying how they're going to finish, but just going yeah. in with what we know right now, there's still some big name free agents yeah, out there. A lot, but is that, this seems like more than normal. Am I wrong? Where spring training's happening. Games are happening today. And there's some, like some big names. Yeah. All Boris names. Yeah. So it's yeah. not abnormal. Okay. This is his MO. <laughs> Uh, but listen, uh, Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery goes to Cleveland or Minnesota. Changes it all. That yeah. changes it all. Um, but when you, you you look around the American League Central, who has the best rotation? You know, you you I always lean Cleveland because they seem to draft and develop better than anyone else in the business. Uh, bullpen is a crapshoot. I think the best offense is in Minnesota. So, yeah, I, you know, it, it, it's really it, – it, it comes down to pitching. You look at Detroit, can, can Tarek Skubal uh, be that consistent arm? Can he be that number one that Detroit's been waiting for? Can Cole Reagans be that in Kansas City? Is Dylan Cease long for Chicago? Um, the answers to those three questions, I think, dictates who finishes third. When you mentioned Dylan Cease, it actually reminded me, though, of what hopefully doesn't happen. But let, let's say the moves that they made this offseason, we know that multiple players have option years, right? And so uh, mm-hmm. on the on the deal. So Michael Walker, Seth Lugo type. If this team doesn't take the step that we all look for them to take, and it is around the trade deadline, I'm not talking about younger pieces because now that they've locked up Bobby Wood Jr., I think that changes what they would be willing to do with some of the younger pieces. But a Michael Waka, a Seth Lugo, anybody else, certainly any of the bullpen arms for the most part, 
would would that be a scenario where you think they would still, if they were underachieving from where they thought they would be, they would they would be willing to trade Walker. They should be willing to trade Walker, Lugo, and any of those guys if it got to that point. Of course, season. Yeah, of course, be willing to. I think you'd be reluctant somewhat with, with Waka and Lugo um, unless someone is ready to fill that spot for 2025, right? The, the moves that they made this offseason, I think, uh, by some time for J.J. Piccolo to build up that farm system to get everything ready by 2026. So I think the moves made this offseason are their aggressiveness, not only for 24, but also for 25 Renfro and the relievers to me would be top of mind. Those would be the first to go at a deadline deal. Uh, Waka and Lugo certainly, but I don't think you're when they traded Witt Merrifield or Carlos Santana or Jorge Soler, Scott Barlow. We knew those moves were coming. We were, I don't know. I wasn't that interested in the return. I just, these guys, you got to get rid of Carlos Santana. You got to get rid of, uh, Jorge Soler, you got to get rid of Whit Merrifield. Um, Waka, Lugo are not going to fall into the category of, all right, it's the deadline. There's no reason to hang out of these guys. No, th- th- there's a reason. You know, Waka's presence in that clubhouse, Waka's presence in that rotation for 2025 completely alters what this team is in 25. Because that's what I, I, I think is a little tricky about this year for me. And, and I love all the moves that they made. And I, I do think we're going to see a much better product on the field. But at the same time, unless it is also individuals, you mentioned Reagan, Singer, Melendez, Vinny, and, and these guys being a, a part of that, it's not long-term. Like Michael Walk and Seth Lugo, even if they're great this year, they're not here in 26 and 27. They're not, they're not long-term pieces. So I guess when I'm viewing what's successful this year, if the team wins 78 games, I think most people would sign up for that all right? day, all, all day all long. It would be great. Give yes. me that. Absolutely. But if that is mainly carried by Waka and Lugo and not that Cole Reagans was great again and not that Vinny played buck, a buck 40 and not that, you know, MJ Melendez played, a, you know, across the season was consistent. If it, if those guys aren't a huge reason and maybe you would say, Hey, they have to be for them to get to 78. But I, I guess it's a weird mix of, is there fool's gold perhaps with, with what this year could be based off of, I don't think Waka and Lugo are that good enough okay, to okay. carry, you know, Waka, Lugo, Renfro, Salvi, I, I, Bobby, I, I don't think that's good enough to carry you to an impressive season. If those guys are good and everybody else is bad, you're bad. And Renfro's traded, relievers are traded. Maybe Waka or Lugo is moved, but if you're that bad, that also means that Singer and Reagans probably aren't delivering, which means you, the, the pitching woes that we've discussed for the past half decade are continuing. So, no, I'm not going to part with Waka or Lugo. The only way I, no, I, I, I don't, I don't see how or, or why you would part with those guys this season. It, it, it's, it's of course possible, but man, that's a pretty dark scenario to envision. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want it to happen. I was just talking sure. it out a little bit as we sure. got Vern with us again, hot stove season, uh, Vern's hot stove show underway last night. If you missed it, Odyssey app, 610sports.com every Thursday at six o'clock, right? Six to seven last night had uh, the hitting coach, Alex Zumwalt and outfielder Drew Waters. Just subscribe to the All Things Vern podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I wanted to run some bets that I already made. Okay. You can tell me if I'm already losing money on these. Like it. Uh, and then any other, I'll run some other ones by. So 
I texted you about this. I think it looks like I placed the bet back on January 31st, so it's not even been a full month yet. But at the time, and it's already altered, Cole Reagan's regular season strikeout leader in all of baseball, 80-1. to It's already down to like 35 or 40-1 to at this point. So oh, really? I, yeah. It's well, been, then it's you a don't pun- need my advice. That's it. Well, that's, that's the book telling you good well, job. I, I, well, yes, I got good value. Yes. But what, I mean, it would be a special year. He pitched like a Cy Young guy on the back half. The reason why I didn't don't bet, need to be on a good team. I didn't bet Cy Young because of that reason. Right. Whereas you can be the strikeout leader and be on a 70 win team. For sure. Cy Young, you're going to have to be on a much better I mean, team. James Shields was up there a few that's years. True. Those were better teams, of course. Uh, yeah, without question. I, he led baseball right from like the middle was, of August. He was a Cy Young pitcher for two and a half months or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering, some of the other names that are ahead of him in the yacht. So Strider. And people don't know Cole Reagan's outside of I Kansas City that, and Arlington. Yeah, I, and I think that's why. It's, so he's 35 to 1 now. So he, some other people have caught on to this a little bit. But Spencer Strider is the favorite. For sure. Big time favorite, by the way. Like, there's a huge gap. Yeah. He's plus 195. Kevin Gosman is, is 10 to 1. Yeah. And then Garrett Cole at <laughs> 12 to 1. So there's a big gap. The other one, uh, stolen bases. And we know what Acuna did last year. Just absurd. Mm-hmm. Just ran away with it. But and stolen... Bobby coming one shy. Yeah. From 50. Uh, Acuna plus 160 to lead the league in stolen bases. Uh, Ruiz plus 390. Corbin Carroll. And then uh, Ellie De La Cruz. He lost me a lot of money. I swear I was like all in on it. He was, I was, I still, whenever I bet on him, Vern, it seemed like he had off days. But mm-hmm. Bobby Witt, uh, I got him at 13 to 1. He's now 11 to 1. He's got the one, two, three, four, five, six best odds to. Stolen bases. Yeah, the What's Ruiz kid that? in Oakland. I think he's still in Oakland. He's he's the name that scares me most. Is he going to be on base as much as Bobby? No, but he's going to be running every time he's on base. Uh, Bobby now with $300 million coming his way. Is he <laughs> getting uh, as many green lights? Are we not reckless? He was never reckless. But we got to be careful with those fingers now, right? Those thumbs are really important. We don't want anything happening to his wrists. Oh, so, that one, so that one scares you a little yeah, bit, it sounds it, like. Okay. It, it scares me because Mike Trout stole a lot of bases early in his career, and then as he started to make millions and millions of dollars, they said, hey, you know what? How about you just focus on gap to gap? How about you just focus <laughs> on OPS, and we'll have someone else steal the bases? Bobby's still going to rip 40, 50 bags. But shoot, you saw it took seventy. Seven. Yeah, he's got to get to sixty. He's gonna have to get to sixty to have a chance, yeah. right? I mean, if we're being honest, yes, he's gonna have to get to sixty to be right there uh, in the uh, the awards market for for that. Someone on the text, I want to know Bobby's MVP odds. If you were curious, American League MVP odds, Bobby Wood Jr. twenty to one right now. Uh, he is behind Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, Jordan Alvarez is plus nine fifty, Seager eight fifty, Soto six to one. The favorite in the AL is. Aaron Judge sure. at, at plus 550. That just takes a special, special season. And then the team aspect too, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it, the, the Royals would have to win the AL Central. Yeah. And by the way, if they won the AL Central, it probably means Bobby Wood Jr. is having an MVP type season right. too. And Vinny's not <laughs> far behind as protection. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's one of those, like, if you, if, if the Royals win the AL Central, you might, if you, you've actually thought that was going to happen. It wouldn't hurt to put, you know, five bucks on Cole Reagans to, to win Cy Young and uh, Bobby Witt to win MVP, something crazy like that. I haven't heard that sound. I don't know if you have to knows what, know what that means, Vern. I haven't heard this sound in a long time. Mock draft? That's the mock draft sounder. Mock draft season. It's the first time this year I think we've sounded it. What do you got? Uh, Tom Farnelli today came out with a mock draft for CBS Sports. Uh, Farnelli? Fornelli. 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 <laughs> 
And uh, at pick number 32, he has the Kansas City Chiefs not going wide receiver, not going offensive lineman, but Byron Murphy, defensive lineman out of Texas at pick 32. I think a lot of this has to do with what they might do with Chris Jones as far as what my opinion is going to be on Byron Murphy or any defensive tackle. Of course, edge, this also right? was pre-salary cap uh, sure. announcement well, as well. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, and there'll be a hundred of these that come out. I, I think if they're going to take a defensive lineman in the first round, that means, in my opinion, Chris Jones is not back. They would have, and they'll obviously know this way before we get to the end of April, but like, I wouldn't draft a defensive tackle or end in the first round if... Uh, Chris Jones is back. I think I would draft one still later in the draft. Uh, but if Chris Jones is gone, then yeah, it becomes a huge priority. I thought Byron Murphy team. was a safety from Washington. There, that is that is a safety. Different, different. Uh, uh, I guess different more Byron Murphy. Yeah, but yes. yeah, yeah, he played. Yeah, he played out with the Huskies. Mm-hmm. No, I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> I, really some, I was running through some numbers uh, in the bullpen <laughs> with Gold, and so he. I think that th- this year he had 13 solo tackles. That's it. But he did have, uh, like, five of those were sacks. He had seven and a half tackles for loss. Uh, I guess not st- statistically the name you, or the stat, you'd, the stat line you'd like to see with a first-round pick. Uh, Jazon Newton is the guy from Illinois who's a lot better, at least in terms of on the board. Are you surprised they went D-line, though, instead of O-line? I know, I, obviously, the conversation is going to change a hundred times by say, the time we get to I, I'm not the draft itself. I'm not surprised because what you just said there. I mean, we, we're going to have a thousand mock drafts. And there's going to be plenty that haven't taken a wide receiver. And there's going to be plenty that haven't taken an offensive lineman. And from a fan aspect, my guess is always the sexier one is the wide receiver. So everybody will get excited when wide receivers are mocked to the Chiefs. And if they end up getting mocked uh, an offensive tackle, everybody's like, oh, that sucks. I'm waiting to pick 32 for them to draft a tackle. Like, we, we know how this goes. Wide receivers, way more, way more fun and exciting. Um, but no, I mean, Murphy or a player like that makes sense if, to me, Chris Jones is not back. Otherwise, I don't believe they got to go tackle or, or end in the first round. If Chris Jones right. is back, it's wide receiver or O-line for me. That's kind of where I'm at. So, Fornelli's mock draft also has some interesting trades. I, I, I figure I could bring those up okay. real, real quick before we go to break. Uh, they have the Falcons trading up to number two oh. to draft Jaden Daniels from LSU. So, then where does Justin Fields end up? If So, that means the Bears are <laughs> trading Fields to Atlanta in that scenario. So, the Bears are taking Caleb Williams at one, but then what are they doing with Fields? Maybe they trade him to Washington. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Mm, okay. um, the the Patriots at three, they have taking Marvin Harrison Jr., not a quarterback. Then at number four, they have the Vikings trading up to four with the Cardinals, so the Vikings can take Drake May fourth overall. Mm. And then uh, the Falcons, or the, they have Washington taking Olu Fashanu, the offensive tackle from Penn State. Sure. Um, JJ McCarthy, the Steelers, they have <laughs> trading up to nine. Hey, I don't know who ha- I don't know who a lot of these people are, Drew. I don't the, know the Steelers. Vern's guy, J.J. McCarthy, they have going number nine overall to Pittsburgh. Oh, which that just seems like Katie Pickett all over again. <laughs> like, and I, don't know who I'm insult- I don't know who I'm insulting in that, <laughs> but like, that just seems like Katie Pickett all over again. I'd Ugh. much rather, as a Bengals fan, them take J.J. McCarthy, I guess, than Jaden oh, Daniels. I, I think your Cincinnati Bengals need to take quarterback. I mean, your guy, Joe Burrow, can't stay healthy. Oh, Last time he even played. Yeah, I mean, this guy, just injury prone <laughs> at this point. Is Jake Browning needs a backup now, just in case he gets hurt. Oh, he's smoking. Yeah. <laughs> they have... Uh, by the way, Bo Nix going to the Patriots at 30. So they have the Patriots Ooh. getting Bo Nix and Marvin Harrison Jr. in the first round, which would be uh, interesting for the Boston area. I, I mean, can't tell you how much money I've lost on 
Bo Nix. Really? That's the guy. The Everybody has a player. So. Every team he went to, I'm like, I think today is a good day for Bo Nix. Nope, Auburn, Oregon, all of them. I mean, he did well at Oregon, depending on which Not game. Not when you, I bet on him. Which game, <laughs> depending on which game you bet on the Ducks. Yeah, I, I just the, the one I can't get over real quick in that scenario was the the fields are not trading for field. Atlanta goes up to two. Okay. So they draft Drake may or, or you so said Jane, Jane Daniels. They must trade him to Washington then, I guess. But if you're Washington, you have the number two overall pick. You can get Drake may or Jane. You're going to go then trade. What about new for, England? Cause uh, well, Patriots are taking Marvin Harrison at there. three. Yeah, they, they, they could take quarter. Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, I think it'd be, I mean, if, Oh, Justin Fields in new England with Marvin Harrison jr. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you're the Falcons, though, would you rather have Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, or Jaden Daniels from LSU? I think that that's a question I guess you have to ask yourself. Yeah, I just think we've seen time and time again. Like, if you're the, if you have a top five pick and you don't have the franchise quarterback, I just, why am I trading for the veteran option? I just don't get it. Like, the reason why the Chiefs acquired Alex Smith, they weren't picking in the top five at that point. Like, if you're further down, if you're picking 17th overall, and you're, you know your roster, this is where Atlanta comes into play. You know your roster is decent. That's, to me, mm-hmm. where you go get Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields. But I got a top five pick. That means my roster's not great. I'm going to get the rookie contract for four years that I can enjoy and build around that guy. You have sold on J.J. McCarthy as a pro, Vern? No. I'm not, no. No, no I wish him either. the best. I wish he would have come back, but no. No, I'd give me the, yeah, give me Daniels, even Drake May. Hit the bricks, bro. What's the, uh, we, we can talk no more about thanks. this on the other side. I wonder, there's one thing I, I think is happening when, when all of us talk about Drake May. I want to see if you agree with me on that. Plus, something that is happening for $5,000 next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, I, look, are we really doing this? Are we really playing this? Oh, Vern is in studio after all. Royals baseball coming up in uh, less than 30 minutes. Also, Drew, Drew's... Do you remember win- Trey Burke? That yeah, basketball yeah okay. absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the biggest shots in thank uh, you. NCAA tournament thank history. You. Yes, the game was that in Dallas. Da- the, <laughs> the game was in Dallas. Yep. Who uh, was that guy? Who was the... 
Um, was that that would have been? Would that have been the time Withy was there? Yes. No. That's a, no, it was. It was Withy. Was, was it? in his face? Yes. Because Withy was there when I was in college. So I'm just trying to think if I'm off on my years here. That was a Marv Albert on the call too. If 20, I remember correctly, 2013. I was just at. Okay, so yeah, I would just graduate. So Timmy yeah. Hardaway stuff. Oh yeah, that, that oh, team was a great, great, great Michigan team. team. Yeah, but. No, those there are shots as a fan or moments as a fan. You're, that'll be one, obviously. Syracuse and what Hakeem Warwick, I guess, or in Carmelo. Obviously. But that's the life of a Kansas fan. Everyone yeah. remembers when they beat Kansas in a sure. big way because they're uh, always in big games. And that's what's happening now with the Chiefs, right? right. I mean, that's when, when when Cincinnati or yes. Buffalo beats them in the regular yeah. season. That's exactly what's happening. And again, if you're just joining us, uh, the NFL did confirm announce that the salary cap going up thirty million dollars instead of around twenty. So that is. A good side for the Chiefs and the likelihood maybe they can keep both Jones and Snead. We shall see. Well, hang see. on, Gold. You sounded, uh, I hate to bring it on the air, yeah. you sounded optimistic in the commercial break yeah. that, I, holy I, crap, we could run this whole thing back. Well, yeah, for up until an hour and a half ago, I, I kind of didn't understand why the Chiefs would actually bring Jones back from just that they didn't do it a year ago. He's a year older. The dollar amounts, why, why now? But the why might just be that, hey, we didn't even expect this projection. These are guys that are extremely talented at what they do in the front office and much smarter than you and I with math and everything like this. They project caps based on all the reports. This is much higher than anybody expected. $255.4 million is the salary cap per team. It's the largest increase in NFL history for an offseason. It's a $30 million jump. You were expecting a what? Uh, it was supposed to be at two forty three to two forty five, so okay. almost ten. So half, yeah, almost over ten, over ten million dollar jump. And if you're thinking about uh, what a, a deal looks like with Chris Jones or Snead, the franchise tag for Snead is nineteen. Chris Jones could be an average of thirty million. That ten million is a big deal. It might mean you know when you if you get a deal done with Nick Bolton, which could be fifteen or sixteen million a year. All of a sudden, we were saying, oh, you can only keep one of these guys. Maybe they're able to keep both. Um, Maybe they're also completely thinking it's not about keeping those guys. Now they're like, well, we'll go ahead and get Mike Evans now. I, I don't know. I just think it's great news for the Chiefs, for a team that already has a championship roster, and you're always worrying about losing championship pieces. This doesn't hurt. Right. <laughs> it, it definitely doesn't hurt. And it's the byproduct of nailing drafts. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, I, I grew up in Michigan as a Detroit Lions fan, and because of that punishment, I was rewarded in my professional career of – being around Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now being in the same <laughs> yeah. city as Patrick Mahomes. Rodgers, Favre, what they weren't able to do was nail the draft consistently to allow big name, defensive, offensive linemen, wide receivers to stick around. You know, they were always paying for, always paying Rodgers, could never keep those big names around them. If Veach continues to hit, 60, 70% of his draft picks. It's amazing to think that you win a Super Bowl with one of the best defenses in 20 years, the best quarterback ever, and you might not have to lose anybody that you really love, right? There's a chance. There's de there's definitely more of a chance right now if than there was two, two back, hours ago. Yeah. If Snead and Chris Jones come back, who does the Chiefs fan lose that they have grown fond of? This offseason, pretty low on the list. You know, like, I think we already were looking at Willie Gay's probably not back. I think, I think he okay. became more of a fan favorite. But let's be honest, no disrespect to him. He's going to get paid somewhere else. He had a hell of a season. But it's a linebacker, and he's not, to me, he's still not your best linebacker anyway. 
you know, you, you can live with that. I mean, Jarek McKinnon and, Clyde, you know, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the end became a little bit more of a fan favorite. Obviously, just as a person, how can you not respect Clyde with the story coming out yes. about how he comforted children and, and helped them out during the, mm-hmm. the shooting at Union Station? So I think there's some of that. But if we're talking from a star-level player, this offseason, there's a chance that they may not lose the pieces we thought. We'll, we'll see. Again, it's more likely now than it was two hours ago. And that's probably the scariest thing to t- every other general manager and head coach in the NFL Probably the scariest thing they've seen come out of Kansas City since you know, Mahomes' debut season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to I mean, think this is not what you wanted. You, this but, is not, you didn't want to – yes, the cap goes up for everybody, but there's a difference when you're the Bills who haven't got over the hump and you're negative 50 in cap space. Yeah, it helps that you're now negative 40 in cap space, no sure. doubt, but it's not the same. You, 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 don't, you know the window the Chiefs are currently in. The, everybody's well aware that Chris Jones would be the number one free agent on the market, and does this make it less likely that he becomes a free agent? I think – the answer is yes. It doesn't guarantee he's here, but the percentage of wherever you were at earlier today of, oh, he's, you know, 70% chance he's gone. Whatever that is, it has to be less than 70 that he's gone now, if that's where you were at, based off of, uh, based off of the news. I, I did want to ask you, uh, before we went to break, just about um, how we view certain players in the draft real quick. I mentioned Drake May, and you were talking about him. I feel like people are down on Drake May, who could be the number one, or number two. I guess he could be the number one, but number two overall pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's the commander's. Because he played at North Carolina, the same uniform that both Sam Howell and Trubisky wore, I think people are like, oh, well, that's the same guy. It's not any good. Whereas I am like Drake that. May that's is me, yeah. way more athletic than Trubisky and certainly just better. I mean, Sam Howell was a fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Drake May might be number one, number two overall. Yeah. Hmm. I'll what, take your word you, on it as far okay. as the athleticism. I didn't really watch much Drake May. I just saw North Carolina white guy that looks like that that's Mitch Trubisky <laughs> hey, I think a lot of people are guilty of that including myself I just I've I, I, in the last week or so I've like I, I'm wondering and I've talked this out more and I'm just like is that what it is because I do I was doing the same thing I think we're all guilty of that sometimes I didn't see anyone make uniform. plays like the Heisman Trophy Award winner did last year I mean that's a yeah. playmaker that you think works on any level and I, I think the Drake May slander comes from uh, hearing talking heads put his name in the same breath as Jaden Daniels mm. and Caleb Williams okay. to where you're thinking, hey, he might be good. He could be a great NFL quarterback, but don't try and tell me he's the playmaker that these two are because I've seen these two make extraordinary plays throughout their career. Look, if I if I was drafting in the top three, the order of quarterbacks, I would dra- I would go Caleb Williams one. I would then go Jaden Daniels, and then I would go Drake May. So, I mean, I, I'm with you on the – what I think sure. will be the three better, and who knows, it's the NFL and the combine. Somebody's hand's going to be smaller than we think, and everybody's going to freak out for a half second. Right. You know, that's how this stuff goes. Fern's with me for another 20 minutes. Royals baseball coming up at 2 o'clock as the Royals get set to open up Cactus League play. And uh, you get your Cactus League gear, man. You know, you just got to stock up on that Cactus League gear. And I still have never made it out to spring training. I need to do that at some point. That's still the one, one thing I haven't done, but I'm excited to hear some baseball back on, on the airwaves here. On uh, on six ten man, it's gonna be Jake good. Eisenberg about to crush it. Oh yeah, he's I, great. He's fantastic. I spoke with him at the um, where, where they announced the stadium renderings and all that, whatever that was. He was ready to go, like ready to call <laughs> yes. a game weeks ago. So it's gonna sound like Game One of the World Series coming up in about twenty. I minutes. wonder if they're gonna bring up the the pants issue in Major League Baseball. You and I discussed that earlier. The see through pants. The new update on this just now from the Athletic is. Nike's new MLB uniform rollout has reached a new stage of frustration, a pants shortage. So now they just don't have enough of them. Yeah. 
It's not just it's not just the see-through pants. They don't have enough. What, how this is Major League Baseball. This yeah. isn't minor league. Major League Baseball has crappy uniforms now that are see-through and they don't have enough. But they <laughs> all have email addresses, and I would imagine those email addresses uh, were sent to every team broadcaster, and they said, "Hey, you know what? How about you uh, don't mention <laughs> the jersey?" So no, I would not expect. <laughs> Jake yeah. and Rhino and Stu to go in. Stay away uh, from the pants, the fact huh? That they could probably see the scrote of <laughs> Daniel Lynch. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Some of the photos <laughs> that have been coming out from this are absolutely ridiculous for oh, a uh, for MLB player. Again, uh, search out that Giants player. Yeah, type it. Yeah, gi- just Giants uniform or Giants player. It'll pop up. You can see his and, testicles. Uh, it's see through. Def- yeah. Definitely. There they are, winking at you. Yep. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely see through. Um, before <laughs> before I let you go. Um, I, I guess this is the, quite the transition yeah, from that. Good luck with um, that. Yep. I was going to say we did a trash of the day earlier today when Pete Sweeney was joining me, and I and I, I thought this was perfect for both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Th- have you ever considered plastic surgery? No, never. No, no. Neither have I. No. Maybe if I had a different career. Oh, you know, maybe maybe if you were like if I was like in television and doing really a, well a, a lot instead of, people of floundering have, in radio the way I am. A lot of people have commented on you. They they don't normally see you. And they're on video You're today. Welcome. There's some people, have, uh, some positives, Vern. Some people have been talking about the blue eyes. Yeah, that's my mom, probably. That's <laughs> that's probably my mom or my sister or anyway, my mother-in-law. I, I bring this up because the New York City men, I guess, are paying plastic surgeons $5,000 for almond-shaped nipples like David Beckham. It is, quote, a growing trend. Who knew? Five grand uh, nipples that are all, I, I still don't know. You're married. So maybe you can ask your wife this. How many women are paying attention to the nipples of men anyway? Not many in my life. Um, <laughs> mine are like historically, uh, legendarily small, oh. um, almond but, shaped, no, but not shaped like a, more like shaped like a dime. Okay. To give you a reference. Okay. That was always the joke, uh-huh. but an almond. Uh huh. Yeah. I almond, mean, have you seen the photo? I mean, once they say it, you're like, okay, I guess. So they're like oblong nipples. Right? Yeah, I mean, they're very, they're they're smaller, but you know, small almond shape. Let me see if I can get the. But an the... almond comes to a. Am I think? Yeah, an almond comes to a point. Uh huh. Two ends. He's <laughs> very strong. I've got a good body. Good for <laughs> well, you, David Beckham. By the way, that's my point. Is like, if you're like, if I had that it, body, it, I'd have those tattoos too, man. God, the it'd thing be so different. Do you? Th- the weird thing is like you, the the nipples. That's that's what women are attracted about, David <laughs> yeah, Beckham. Right. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy good that. Point. Good I, the, point. the money, the, like you just said, right. he's obviously in right. shape. Everything else, it doesn't make any, five grand. What a waste. Right. What a waste of money. You know, Vern. Uh, sure, you're bald, a little overweight, <laughs> teeth aren't co- you know great. Uh, but man, those nipples are right. You know, no one talks That's like that. I'm That's saying. a great point. No, the reason why you're attracted to David Beckham is top to bottom. Yeah. Bank, right? <laughs> Athlete. It's not, oh, well, you know what? He's, he's, it's, if George Mirasan, rest in peace, had almond shaped nipples, he wouldn't be a heartthrob uh-huh. in the NBA. No, it's. Yeah, I don't think all of a sudden on the Bumble profile I should add in uh, almond shape, which I don't have them anyway. But uh, uh, almond shaped nipples, I don't think that's going to get me some more likes. Drew, you, you, you should do that for like a Maybe week and just see if, too. you should do it for a week and just see if there's a, see if there's an uptick in your matches. Are you a no shirt guy often? No, dude, I'm just a normal guy. I don't have <laughs> I don't go to the gym. Are you kidding me? Just a normal body, skinny yeah. white dude. That's it. That's me. Well. Yeah. That's it. No. Again, if you are an athlete, if you're in, you know, if you're 
anybody that plays at yeah, a professional level. I think level. that's fake. I think like two really rich, rich weirdos did that. Like, you know, those, remember those twin guys that had like just so much uh, plastic surgery on their faces? I have, to, I have to look it up. They look like the moon men by the end. I think they both passed <laughs> well, away. Well, but that, that, that's where you just have too much money. Uh, you know, narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. Those are the people that are doing that. Not it seems average. Like, there's no way. Bill it, from Blue Springs. <laughs> He's not getting all the yeah. shaved nipples. Please, yeah, please text in if you have had nipple surgery as a man. Please, please let us know. I would imagine you're eager to tell someone about it. Eager to take your you shirt off. You should be off. prideful. It's a lot of money that doesn't get showcased very often. So if you have five grand to your nipples, women will definitely be into you because, yeah, you're wasting five grand. Yeah, again, that you're just rich, that you're just loaded. Right. That's probably fair. If yeah. you have five grand to spend, by the way, it sounds like the conversation's going, you might as well spend it on trying to get like David Beckham in oh, terms of the muscular, trainer and all that. In terms yeah. of the muscle yeah. and body. That takes a lot of work, though. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I'm not really willing, willing to work. I want to throw money at the issue. Can you give me a pill that will fix my body? We were just talking earlier about McDonald's and fries and all. This is also part of again, Unless you're Q. And I realized I, I, right after we were talking to Q about the not eating McDonald's, we were talking about... I said, oh, what do, you, what do you think the expectation is for Q this year? Obviously, we're talking about the manager in that sentence. Do right. you think manager Q has had McDonald's? My guess is yes. Without question. 100% yes. has to him. <laughs> Whereas uh, our former intern now, well, he was a producer. Career minor league player uh, and then manager. He wasn't raking in. You know, minor league ball players are not making much, not making a living wage quite often. Here we go on the text line, Vern. See if you think this was worth it. 913-586-7610 from the A16. Got my legs lengthened and nipples enhanced. Fake. I'm swimming in it. Uh-huh. Sure you are. Sure. So I've seen lengthened. the legs. I talked to Pete about this, though. He, he, I don't know if he wants me to share. He, he, sorry, Pete. He mentioned that uh, if he could spend money, he would, he would get his legs lengthened. That'd be taller. On pla- you know, you, what? Plastic, you've seen the plastic surgery, right? Or whatever surgery it's called. Where I've, people seen the, can, I've seen the... It seems extremely painful. Where do they... They they basically they they extend your bones out or somehow or something. Yeah. They add bone in or There's something. There's like a device they wrap around your leg and, and they it, essentially pull apart or pull at your Sounds so painful. Sounds to, like, and you're like two inches taller, three inches taller. Are we sure that someone didn't just make a very good video of a Stretch Armstrong <laughs> <laughs> and made it come across? Where you can't Surgery stretch people's legs be... up. I mean, I remember Tom Brady had that. Sure. You know, you want your muscles lean. And... Uh-huh. I-, I love how you're, you're saying fake. Yeah, a mechanized rod into your leg. The, the, this place in either the femur, the tibia, or sometimes in both bones. After the procedure, you'll use a magnetic handheld device to rotate the gears of the rod from the outside of your leg each day. Yeah. This causes the rod to extend slightly. You know how painful that is. Miserable life. Go I don't when know. do what you want to do. I don't. When, when you're describing this and and all you hear is Vern say fake. That, that's the way. That, that's what my wife says whenever the moon comes up. I talk about the moon fake. That's my. That's my, that's my yeah. Does your wife it. think the the lunar landing? You guys see that yesterday? I guess we had yeah. a, a lunar landing on the moon, and uh, it was what the the first one. I thought the moon landing was fake I, in uh, in high oh, school or something. Yeah, though. tenth grade. My uh, do you believe prob, it's real now? Prob and statistics teacher allowed me to teach the class for the entire hour. Of why the moon landing was fake. That was just some 15-year-old idiot, and he let me teach the class. Now, Drew brought it up because we, we had a funny conversation one day because all of a sudden we were talking random conspiracy theories or whatever, sure. and, and he said his wife didn't believe in the moon landing, and then we just had some fun with that. But then I wondered if she believed the first American spacecraft to accomplish the feat yesterday since 1972, if, if we believe that it touched down on the moon last night. She said, um, fake. 
Really? So she, she does See, not that, buy, that to me not was always it, one yeah. of the issues. I'm like, how come we're not going there all the time? How come we haven't it's expensive. been there? <laughs> and a lot of things are expensive and they throw have, money. You know, uh, yeah, but there's a lot of people. Nipples, well, it's happening more now because we've got these private companies that, like, na- you know, NASA oh, is, sure. is separated from, you know, the funding stuff from the government. So it's it's its own thing. That's why, like, SpaceX, yeah. last night they launched another 20 satellites up in up into space. Yeah. Would you, Vern, well, would SpaceX you? SpaceX has, like, 60% of... The satellites up there. Would so. you, if money was taken care of, and they at some point in your lifetime, for the most part, what I would call perfected, there's always risk, but for the most part, perfected travel to the moon. No. Would you go if it was free for you? And they had done five thousand trips, let's say, and it was a ninety percent. I'm not even going on the Ferris wheel downtown. Oh, really? I ain't going. You won't, to the moon. I don't, Vern, I don't <laughs> like heights. I, I can't stand thing. heights either. But you won't go on that. Hey, it ain't close. I built that thing way too quick. Oh. I need three or four people to fall before I get on there. Or not? So you need? You well, need I don't want an accident to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I need them to. We got doors flying off airplanes. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't trust. So will you sit exit row still now after the airplane door thing? Yeah, I'm really not afraid on planes. That yeah. was just uh, making a point of. <laughs> okay, I didn't know where, where planes have been around for a very long time, but we still have doors flying off. They they threw that, that was, uh, Ferris wheel up in like sounds 15 like they minutes. just forgot to put the bolts on or tighten it. Like That's it, right. true, it's a base, you know, yeah. basic air. Yeah, seems problematic. Have you been on the Ferris wheel? Not yet. I, that seems. Do you think that's a good? First date after drinks thing, or is that further down the road? You know, where you've had a couple dates. Yeah, not first date. First date's too much. Too much. Just you and I. We could get stuck up here. I'm not even sure I like it. Yeah, no. I think that's that's uh, at least second or third date before you say, oh, after drinks, let's go check out the Ferris wheel thing. Right. Once she knows you're not a creep. There you go. You know. Didn't we find out that 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 the 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 box itself, it's more than just two people. It, yeah, it can hold like eight people. Like six right. to eight. The one yeah. in Vegas, it's like 30 people. It's like Those pods are huge in, in the, the one in Vegas. I don't yeah. care for that either. I feel like that. <laughs> That's why I don't go golfing <laughs> now anymore because you always have to play with someone you don't know. And I, you and no Drew thanks. can go. Drew's That's a big golfer. Drew's good. But then they, yeah, you got you to gotta team up with these guys, and I don't want to play with these guys. Well, I suck at golf. Vern, I do too. Vern can team up with me, Drew and Dusty, and we'll just like you can be with Dusty. Dusty's I can be with, too good. Well, that's the thing. You can and be it comes with Dusty. too natural, and he's too confident. He's very confident, and as he should be, he's really good. But. Drew, Drew, I'm, I'm the Drew says I, he's better than Dusty. No, I, I yep. didn't. I he said, said he's better than threw up a thirty. He said he's better than a thirty-nine the other day. Better yes. than Dusty. He said he's the best golfer at the station. Yeah, that's, that's what Drew said already. Nice, good for you, man. I'm talk talking all the cash, and yeah. No, what, what about <laughs> who's that? You giving Dusty a middle finger? Is that what? Wow. No, oh. Gold is making it seem like I am, but I've oh, already I think said you are, on man. the show multiple I, times that yeah. I think you Dusty said you're sick of hearing Dusty talk about golf and that you're better than him, and he needs to start respecting your golfing abilities. Uh, Adam's point. Yeah, May nineteenth. Oh, is that is that where you? Uh, I played there play? once. <laughs> oh, okay. I was good in the front nine, then drank too many beers, and it all. If went you want to go play golf, Vern, we will go play golf. I, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I get too uh, frustrated. You have to practice a lot to yeah, be good. A lot. I'm not yeah. going to do that, and I I don't enjoy doing something that I'm not good at. I'll drive the golf cart, fair. have a few beers, watch you guys, and I'll occasionally I'll, I'll occasionally I'll swing a club. Okay, that's all I, like I need. That. That's all I I'll need. I'll do that. I just don't want to be called a quitter because I am going to yeah. quit. Oh no, no, I don't even need to keep score. For, I don't care. I'm, <laughs> Vern, I'm so bad. Good. Like, I like I, it. I haven't swung other than Top Golf. I haven't swung a club at a golf course in two and a half good? years. How could you be not? Good? You can't. No. Just, just a prerequisite, Gold, for you. Just because just because you're driving driving the car doesn't mean you don't have to pay. It's 50, it's like fifteen bucks for you to. That's fine. To it's fine. You think yeah. Gold's worried about fifteen bucks? 
We'll see. I, I need I need a win about 15 bucks on the Royals today, baby. Got a little bet in. Royals money line, money line plus money. Yes. Let's hey, go. I'm with it. How much time we got? We're <laughs> we in got Kansas, some, baby. We, we, you got time. Vern, appreciate it, man. Our Royals insider. You'll start hearing him every Thursday night for Vern's hot stove. And of course, once the season starts on deck show, post game show. Can't wait for that. Royals baseball. It's good to say that Let's again. Go. That's coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.